Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back. Have to hear from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcast. On our latest episode, it's the State of Pro Wrestling, where we talk a certain return to the WWE by CM Punk, the status of what's going on with AEW, and more. So go ahead and check it out today, The State of Pro Wrestling on the Pop Culture Cosmos channel, wherever you get your podcast. Plus also as well, if you want, please go ahead and check out Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It's almost game time, NFL Week 13. Go ahead and check out Magic Man, Sean Grice, as far as my good friend Chris Ardieri from the Domination Sports Nation. And also, Joe Soro pops in at the end, Sean Chris, myself, and Joe talk about the college football playoffs, which is going on today. And, Sean, you probably called Washington. I had called Oregon. You were right if that's the case. So there you go. Congratulations to Washington. Congratulations to Washington, Gerald. It was – you were right in a sense, Gerald. You thought that Bo Nix would put a stamp on the game, and he really tried to bring it back in the third quarter. But – I mean, Washington just has a really overall stronger offense. And, um, I mean, they won by 10. Sorry, Oregon. They won by 10. I know that it only says they won by three. They won by 10. They the had game, an opportunity to win in that fourth quarter, and they blew it. They blew it. They blew it. That that uh, that double interception was a huge blow. Yes, cool, bro. I do know what ChatGPT is. One day, maybe the Lakers fast break will come at you with AI and ChatGPT. I will say this, and though, And we will Gerald, be vacationing somewhere in the Bahamas while that show up. Now goes. that Michigan and Washington are both in the playoffs, they better hope that they both play each other because they're the only team that either one of them can defeat. <laughs> well, then, there you go, indeed. But also, as well, go ahead and check out Joe Soro. Joe Soros at LakersBall.com. Magic Man Sean Grice, please check him out each and every time out at playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. Plus also as well, Joe owns the company Simblades. Simblades with a Y.com. Go ahead and support that today. And Magic Man's been trying out a great supplement you need to check out each and every time out. MagicMind.com. Go ahead and use the promo code Lakers20 to get 20% off your order to get a clear mind, better focus. Some of the things it says it can do. So find out what it can do for you, possibly, at magicmind.com. Intel Wild, we truly appreciate you joining us. Great to have you always here. Search and Destroy, the best moderator that's out there, is here in the chat as well. The best Lakers chat that's out there, the Lakers Fast Break. 
Intel wants that he's getting paid to do a job. If he sits, I'll disown him. We'll talk about that indeed, about the divisiveness since he's made those comments coming up here in a second. But also as well, I want to go ahead and make sure we give some love to Laker Tom, of course, as well. The divisive Laker Tom and Admiral Akbar, Jamie Sweet Magic Man. So if we do that, we could go ahead and check out Lakerholics.com. I will be posting excerpts in the coming days of some of their articles here on the channel. So if you like what you read, go ahead and check them out at Lakerholics.com. Also, some of our good friends, uh, Lakers in 5, Empire Jeff TV, Daniel Berry Sports Highlights on the John McCainlian channel, and the Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat. Go ahead and support all those great channels today. And we're also going to be talking to... Uh, I think it's John from the Lakers corner, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to be stopping by tomorrow night. So support these small Laker channels. Actually, Lakers and five is bigger than us. Our Laker channel you need to support. If you go, if you can go ahead and subscribe today, hit that little Joe right there. Right-hand corner on YouTube. And also like and subscribe, like and follow on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter as well. All right. Well, great having you here. The Lakers 11 and 9 are heading back home to the crypt for a game tomorrow night against the Houston Rockets. Hopefully we can continue the Rockets road winless streak with a victory tomorrow. So that'll be great indeed. But the question remains were the comments that LeBron James said after the beatdown in Oklahoma city coming off of a dreary two and two road trip, which underwhelmed us. And we're really upset about that. He stated that he is going to go ahead and check out at least the first game for Bronny James back on the court, which is a great story in and of itself. Bronny James cleared to go ahead and play with the University of Southern California. They will be having an upcoming game as far as their, you know, as far as conflict is concerned. We don't know exactly what day he's going to come back on the court for USC, but there are a handful of upcoming dates, according to Dave McMenamin at ESPN.com, uh, in the next two months when the team's schedules overlapped. Uh, as far as December 28th, the 30th, January 3rd, 13th, 17th, and 27th. So I'm going to go ahead and post that here in a second and pop it up on the screen while the guys are talking here. But the question we have is that ever since LeBron made those statements where he said he will miss some time with the Lakers in order to check out Bronny, you know, at least one game, if not more, could be possibly the case. Lakers fans have been very divided on this subject. So I ask you, what are your thoughts out there? We already saw Intel Wild with the Super Chat, and thank you so much for the Super Chat, Intel Wild, on that. Here today to go ahead and talk about this. Two great guys indeed. You know them. As part of the panelists here at the Lakers Fast Break, first man up, first man here. Good man indeed, rocking the LFB gear. You can go ahead and get right now for you at the Lakers Fast Break. What are you doing with your arms over there? What are you doing over there? What are you doing? Stretching. <laughs> Be that as it may. It is the Magic Man, Sean Grice, the Man Man from Toronto. He did get out of Toronto traffic to stop by and talk about this little bit of a piece of point for conversation in, amongst Lakers fans. All right, so he said that. So at least there's going to be a one-time Magic Man 
that uh, he is going to be missing a game in order to go ahead and check out his son. I will probably share my thoughts here in a minute, but your thoughts, my friend, first up and foremost on the Lakers, who are admittedly struggling right now. They're stay, trying to stay above water with a lot of other teams at 11-9. Your thoughts on LeBron James's comments on if he were to miss some time to go watch his son play I, basketball. Well, my name is Sean Grice. It's not LeBron James. But if I was LeBron James and my son was playing at USC, I'd I'd skip a couple games too, Drill. Okay. Um, at least at least the first one. Um, I'm not sure about future games personally. However, he's gonna do what he wants to do. The <laughs> yeah, he is being paid. That's true. And I love the comment by Intel. That's something that uh, Vince Lombardi would say. Um, but the fact remains is that. And he's saying that they should find him in another super chat. Appreciate it again to tell Wild if he actually does that. Mm. Is that something that me may consider? Or how, ta- so. or how bad of a PR hit would that be if they do? That would be bad. It would be. I'm sure. I'm sure some Laker fans and a lot of basketball fans would uh, wouldn't mind that. However, that the fact remains is that he's he is the superstar of the team. He's still the face of this team. He's still the number one. Batman I really think the- no matter how small the fine you would give him, it would set him off. Oh, of course it would. Of course it would. And he his 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 uh his media prowess and um massaging Gerald is a lot more um sophisticated than the Lakers and Genie Bus. So um no one however I will say this, Gerald. As as far as legacy franchises go, I mean, you could only do this with somebody like the Lakers or, <clears throat> well, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Knicks or the, the Bulls. The Knicks who just want to sue everybody? Yeah, exactly. You could only do it with one of these teams. Like, I, I, you know, if, if like, on and honestly speaking, Gerald, if he was still with the Cavs or the Heat, do you think he, he would be uh, doing this? I don't know. I think he would do it regardless. I think he would say it regardless. Not in I'm Miami. With I'm with Joe. I don't think so. Not okay. in Miami. <clears throat> okay. I remember Phil Jackson getting angry at Rick Fox for going to his kids or staying too long at his kid's uh, birth during the 2000, was it 2000 finals. Okay. But the the Laker ownership now are a bunch of you know pushovers, so I don't know if they're going to do anything. Okay. Well, I'm, again, also here today is Joe Soro, Simblades, Simblades with a Y dot com. Plus, also as well, go ahead and check him out at LakersBall.com. So, do you have a problem him missing any time to go ahead and check out Bronny James? Intel does. Intel's very adamant about it, and we appreciate the super chats. Is he going to give his game checkup? I doubt no. that. Yeah. I seriously doubt that. Yeah. I uh, I know if I was an owner, it would be, I appreciate your situation, uh, but this isn't a medical emergency. This is a, a game. So, no, you're not excused. Okay. Not LeBron, not AD, not Michael Jordan, no one. You, you show up. That's why we're paying you $40 million 
$47 million for. Yeah. I'm just, I, it's, it's, uh, uh, <clears throat> I, I don't really, I, I think I've been pretty, pretty adamant. I don't care about people's family situations. I'm, I'm sympathetic. So I've noticed. I'm, I'm sympathetic. Actually, I want to disagree with you on that because I'm, gonna, I'm very sympathetic to their health and Sean's. So. I feel bad. You know, obviously I have a heart for if somebody gets sick, but I don't want or care to know about what they do in their, and in this case, it's not, I don't give a about Bronny's USC game. And by the way, they, he, he, he would have the same feeling if the family thought the same thing about Joe. So he's they, not a yeah, and, and I can, yeah, you can say that too. They don't give a about my family so uh, but that's not the point the point is i'm a lakers fan i pay a cable or satellite bill to watch these guys that's not free people say oh i can watch it for free on tv no you pay a monthly service for your your tv you're paying for it uh i'm here to watch lebron james play basketball i'm, I'm not gonna go to a a place where lebron james hangs out and i'm gonna go be buddy buddy with him Maybe down the road, if I'm famous, maybe I'll run into him and hang out with him. Cool. But as of right now, I'm not – I don't care about LeBron James outside the court. I'm sorry, folks. I, I, there's a there's Maybe a do some gambling with Maverick Carter, maybe? Uh, I don't gamble because I prefer to make money instead of lose money, but that's a different story. But the thing is <laughs> – I don't give. I, I would. I would, I would love to see a bookie try try shake down Joe. That's a reality <laughs> show, ladies and gentlemen. That's a reality show. Uh, sorry, betting on some NBA games. Maverick Carter has gotten a little bit of heat on that, so I'll, we'll just leave it at that. Well, it's 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 the NBA's undoing here, or the NFL. I, 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 it's not a coincidence that you keep hearing about these betting issues with a lot of these people. It's because you guys have sucked the teat off the gamblers and the bookies so that you can make more money, and then you punish those people who actually help you make that money. And, and you wonder why the irritation is always here with these leagues. Because oh, they're, by, by the way, I hate hypocrites. I can't stand hypocrites. They're disgusting because a lot of the problems that happen, the major ones, are because of hypocrisy. So these a-hole owners and commissioners, they're okay pumping up DraftKings and all these other yahoos. Yet the second some guy makes a bet, 90,000 people that I know have illegal bookies. So what's the big deal that Maverick Carter made a deep, made a bet two years ago? Like, what are you trying to do now? Are you trying to find something? Like, Why should anybody really about? care? Did Who it hurt anybody? Crap? Like, what, no. what does that even do? Maverick Carter. Oh, my God. Right. He talked Feels to LeBron. Right. He talks to LeBron. What was he doing two years ago? Was he fixing games? That's what they're trying to say. That's what they're trying to get people to click on, right? And all of a sudden, you hear, then you see the comments below those. Oh, this is just a distraction so that... It gets it off the fact that LeBron is on steroids. Like people will make up crap so that they can have their empty, useless lives mean something. And back to the subject at hand, I don't give a crap about these guys' personal life. I don't care. I'm here to watch LeBron James play for the LA Lakers. That's what I pay my money for. If I want to watch reality TV, I'll watch reality TV. I don't. Reality TV is used toilet water to me. 
I like to watch somebody that actually got talent playing in sports. Like the last frontier of talent that you can't fake is NBA basketball. You can't just throw any Yahoo in there and, and make them famous. So that's that's just that's that's kind of where where I sit on this. I don't really give a crap. And at the end of the day, it doesn't look like the LA Lakers are gonna give a crap if he misses a couple of games because will it matter? Are the are is Austin Reeves and and D'Lo going to grow a sack and play defense? Is AD going to play four quarters instead of one and a half quarters during the game? I, we're going to have to hope so if he's not there. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Uh, well, so you would watch The Tomorrow War before The Matrix. Yes. If you forced me down, you, I was tied into a chair and I had to watch one thing, I would say The Matrix Resurrections. Really? Funny. Yeah, because of all the cutscenes, I could remember what a good movie was like. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Yes, that's the only reason for the flashbacks, to remind you what a good Matrix movie was. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it is the Lakers Fast Break. It is Joe Sorrell and Magic Man Sean Grice, along with me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching listening. Truly appreciate it. I know that Dante is getting a little bit upset because we I use the title as a clickbait title out there, but it is something that people are talking about. And why would ESPN, Magic Man, post all the games that are in conflict with the Lakers if there's not the possibility of LeBron checking them out? Absolutely, Gerald. And, you know, obviously the, the, the machinations involved here it, it um alluding to what Joe was saying is that you know the Lakers really don't care at all if he misses you know one game then two three four I Gerald I have a feeling that you know it's much ado about nothing I think he'll go to a couple I I don't see I don't see this uh uh, being some elongated soap opera and you know i mean it's just another byline for you know espn and and all the other um junk media to uh to uh pontificate about i, I you know it's i can see first take it's a talking point yeah, exactly et cetera, et cetera. exactly i can see i can see the irritation all over joe's face on this subject so let me ask you this then magic man before i bring it back to joe because joe's been very adamant on his feelings so is intel wild and so is our chat greatest chat room that's out there at the lakers fast break would this be a little bit different as if Bronny james had not suffered his heart ailment and had this kind of you know story as far as you know now appreciation that you're saying because I, I know it would be even more important or i would have the desire to go see one of my kids especially based off of what happened i'm just the fact that they're my kids anyways i would have that motivation but the heart ailment if they one of either one of them would have suffered to see them coming back to the point where they are able to perform in what they want to do in their chosen path yeah i would probably want to make every effort to be there as well i get that and I understand also as well that the Lakers 
are going to do everything they can to not have a PR issue over this. So they're not going to make any stink at all. Take as much time as you need. Take as many games off as you need. Do what you need, LeBron, because that's what they're going to say. Is it going to come to the point where it's going to become irritating? I hope not. I hope, like you said, Magic Man, it'll just be one or two games and that's it. But it sounds like with some people, just the one or two games is irritating enough. Yeah, it sounds like you know that that's going to be a bridge too far if we go down there anyway, Gerald. But yeah, I, I think you and me are more realistic about the situation, and and that's an interesting, both philosophical and existential question you raised about this is your this is your firstborn son, nearly lost him. He's found a way to fight back, and now he's going to be playing uh, collegiately for USC. I'd be a proud papa. I'd want to be there, Gerald. I'd want to see him in uniform for that first game. I really would. So I, you know, from that perspective, I understand why he, he uh, broached it with the team. So there's no awkwardness about it. Uh, that they hear any rumblings on social media or they don't hear it from him specifically. And, uh, you know, I think maybe a lot of people... Because you know he would have been asked anyways. He would have been asked anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, I mean, he's the one who broached it first with the team. I think I think that's Im- important to note. It's not as if, if somebody in the media got a hold of this that they wouldn't run with it. And then it looks really bad, Gerald, because it almost looks as if LeBron's kind of being secretive about information, and that can, that can, that's like a weed, man, especially in a in a vulnerable locker room. So, I, I actually think it was good on LeBron to just kind of address it, broach it, and uh, just prepare the guys that you know I, I'm probably going to be away for a game or two. Joe, obviously you feel differently on the subject than what some of in our audience. It seems like a back and forth. Intel Wild, same thing, uh, because it does not look like he would get fined. It does not look like he would have the, uh, you know, it looks like he will have the blessing of the Los Angeles Lakers if he were to do so. If he misses one game or two or more, as he, as noted by ESPN, and we're a team that would be severely hampered or hurt if you were to do so, it could be the difference between somewhere. Let's just be realistic. Look on the other side of the equation. If he misses one game, two games, we talked about before in recent weeks about, you know, oh, let's just go ahead and let Max Christie make all the mistakes he wants out there and play him 35 minutes, no problem. Let's, but it's just His development is paramount over winning games. So you, we talked about that from Rodell when he sent us an email. Okay, so we lose games. It could be a difference between a certain spot in the Western Conference playoffs or play-in or things like that. Same thing with LeBron, Joe. If he misses any time, let's look at on that and look at on the end that you're seeing it. If he misses any time, it could be the difference between a play-in, playoff, or a playoff at all. You can't miss games when you're healthy. I'm sorry you can't. You've, you've made a commitment to the team to play 82 games. And if you're healthy, you can't just miss a game. You saw what happened to Cedric Savalas when he decided he wanted to play, go to Lake Avasu in 1997. Granted, he's not LeBron, and that shouldn't matter anyways. You're, you're, you're paid to work, and your job is to play basketball. 
uh, I just uh, short answer without getting into this too much because I feel like every subject we talk about turns me into an asshole. Um, <laughs> no comment there. <laughs> this is this is this is simple. Just hey, you're 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 our number one guy. You have to be there. I, I'm sorry about your 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 kid's game being playing at the same time, but that that doesn't matter. That, what, what are you going to say? Uh, what's next? Uh, well, we have Christmas games. Well, I want to eat dinner with my family. So, yeah, I'm not going to show up. How would that work? How would that work for Mr. Silver? But what if what if they said something like that? Hey, look, I haven't been with my family in a couple of weeks. I'm going to go have dinner with them. I'm missing the game. What would happen then? And this should be a league thing, too, by the way. It shouldn't just be a Laker thing. Dante's saying, it's like you all want him to miss out. USC can move the games, if anything. It can be moved. So I, I just think go the fact that we're... Department, it's, it's, go... <laughs> it's become such a circle jerk with this whole thing of everything. The fact that we're even talking about this is an embarrassment. It's embarrassing. I'm if you were miss just missing it for a Sierra Canyon game or a Bryce regular season game... Gerald, I think I made I a pretty think... good point on the Christmas thing. At what... The, this is how it starts. You ever heard that saying? Well, I think you did. I'm agreeing with you on this that. This is how it starts. Now, LeBron James is going to go sit in some gym to watch his son play. Now, about three weeks later, someone's going to say, hey, was Kevin Durant going to go, hey, my mother is playing a, uh, a, a bingo uh volleyball game at some you know facility i i want to go watch her play i haven't seen her play i would have an issue again even more so if bryce or Bronny were just having a regular season game in their high schools like like Bronny last year and bryce now shit about what's going on with these guys personal lives you understand what i'm saying i this guy's made to play basketball he needs to be he needs to be at the game that's my that's the final thing on this i i can't even believe we're talking about this this is crap but he made it a talking point because he knew the media would ask him. He knew it. So he got out in front of it. Mm-hmm. Magic Man, Intel uh, Wild, again, tremendously appreciate the super chat. Very kind of you to do so. And it's great to have you here. Maybe this is me saying get off my lawn, but this modern NBA stinks. I don't think anybody who is complaining about this uh, you know, is wrong in that issue. I, I You know what? You're hard. You work hard for your money. To go see these guys play their games. And I don't have a problem if you feel that way. I don't have a problem at all. I don't have a problem the way way Joe feels on this. I think it's it's you know, you're you're paid millions of dollars, Magic Man. Let's look yep. at it back, let's look at it back at the other way. These guys are paid millions of dollars. What did you say? 47 Joe the other day with, with LeBron? Is it in that range? Am Correct. I wrong? Yeah. So 47 million dollars. $47 million to bounce a basketball literally in front of an audience. If you really want to get technical about it. So to me, I, again, you're, you're, you're paid a certain amount, an exorbitant amount, more than, you know, 99% of the world's population. And you're, you're choosing, even though you, you, you know, you've said it ahead of time, you're going to miss the game to go see your son play I, is it the first game or is it just a game? I think that's what I think comes down to it. Is that correct? Yes. 
Because the language he used suggests that it might be more than one. Okay. But also as well, he will the first game that Bronny back, it hasn't been determined as of yet. So we don't know if there's going to be a conflict for sure if that's the case. That's right. He said he'll go to the he'll go to the first game and we'll go from there. But it, again, Joe, when is that first game for Bronny? He's sure. been clear. He's been cleared to practice. We know that for sure. All on court activities is what All I'm on sure. court activities. So I mean, once he gets the the final medical there, and it's good to go. I'm sure the Le, LeBron will um will be mentioning yeah that first that first night. I'll uh I'll be uh, away from the Lakers, and I'm with you. I personally, I would prefer him to be on the basketball court playing for the Los Angeles Lakers, but again. I understand the nature of this situation, and the fact of the matter is, is that this is unique. I mean, Gerald, <clears throat> um, if this was, you know, the twelfth or thirteenth man on the roster, and they said, you know, Coach or, or Rob Palinka, uh, my son's playing his first if game. If it's Jackson Hayes, yeah, so. yeah, in you know, or Oregon State or or Middle Tennessee, right, Gerald? I got. I don't think we're making game. a big deal. We're certainly not making a video about it, or at least entitling no. as such with no the def clickbait. Def definitely not, but title. because it's the but because he's the he's, you know, uh, either the 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 most unique or you know, penultimate unique athlete in the world. I'm I'm, it's either him or uh, or um, uh, Messi at this point. And we're it's, not trying to disagree with you, Intel. It's, well. it's a different kettle of fish with him. That you know, this isn't, this isn't um, sardines. This is caviar, and he has a right. He thinks to be able to be autonomous and make this decision without consulting the, his employer, Gerald, which kind of is a problem. Yeah. And I get it. I understand on both sides of the equations. As a father, I get it on both sides of the equations. But what what point does Andy Einfeld get him back onto the court to play games? I'm hoping Andy Einfeld understands the situation. And while it does bring undue pressure, come on, this is early season USC basketball. They're five and two. They're no longer a ranked team, but they're still expected to do well this season. They've got a young team anyways. They've got, they can go ahead and put him in, in a, a situation where it's not in conflict with the Lakers Gerald, there, for his you, first game. For his first game, he should go out of his way to try and avoid that situation. Is USC good enough to win the Pac-12 this year, Gerald? I don't think so, personally. Okay. I think there's too much youth, just to be honest with you. I mean, they've got enough talent on the paper to do so. But they don't have enough experience to go ahead at this point. They're just got they've got a lot of I mean, uh Collier is is really good. But I think you're that, asking, I think that asking also, about, also plays a factor. If they're yeah. playing well and he's playing well, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna take a couple more games off for sure. Okay. Fair enough. I, I still still expect him to have like a twenty plus win season to go to the uh, the the tournament, but I don't expect them to do uh, make a huge mark simply because right now they're so young. Unless they all start developing by the end of the season, uh, so like you, like Duke, like Duke so had a lot think, of young players. You think the Wildcats and the Bruins are still a little bit better? I think so. Right now, I mean, right now they they just look it. So it's the eye test is concerned. Joe, 
again, I, I don't sit here and disagree with you at all on it. I can certainly understand. That, again, he's, he's being paid $47 million, and he's going to get a free pass out of this. And if he gets injured, it could lead to another extended delay because the statistics and analytics bear out that he will get injured and miss a series of games at some point in time of the season, compounded by the fact he's already missed a game this season, and he'll miss more if he decides to go ahead and and check out one or more of LeBron of Bronny's games. I don't see a problem with you having being so so upset about it, Joe. Not at all. Well, there's one positive in the first 20 games is AD and LeBron have only missed one game each. Yeah. If you extrapolate that into 82 game season, that means they're only going to miss four games this year. Hallelujah. That would be incredible. That would be absolutely incredible. Would you be more at ease if that happens? And he and one of those I, I think games? there's a there's a there's a good chance that the Lakers could end up benefiting with them not missing more than four games. It's just that they're they're we're not going to know unless <laughs> we're going to have to find out who's who's coming. Eduardo with the comment of the night. Yes, I'm going to post that right there. Thank you, Eduardo. Yes, Lakers can't ruin our Friday because they don't play today. <laughs> This is for sure, indeed. Uh, go ahead, Joe. Continue, my friend. Yeah, there, there's. I just, I'm trying not to catch myself in being happy about players showing up. <laughs> He's here! Great! Yeah. Yay! Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the, hard. To, it's it's really hard not to be. He's a, a good dad. Yay! He he actually, you it's know, really hard not to be lives with his kids. Yay! Oh, really? Yeah, he's a good dad. It's okay. really hard not to be a salty turd about this. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I. Uh, Joe, Jim's really trying. I can he see. Takes, he takes care of his family. Whoa, really? Wow. Congratulations. He takes care of his family. Yeah, guys, I'm about that. I'm about the BS. The BS. It turns out that most things are BS, and we constantly have to pat each other on the back the <laughs> things we're actually supposed to do oh you have a house payment you pay for congratulations really great great welcome <laughs> oh yeah you provide oh, good 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 oh you respect your parents oh wow hey this guy's a good guy i'm sorry guys i don't fall into that trap if you want to say this guy provides food for the homeless Cool. That's good. If he helps battered, you know, he helps fund some money for a battered women's shelter. Yes. But if you start telling me things like, hey, he takes care of his bills and takes care of his family and takes care of his parents, like, dude, that's what you're supposed to do. That's like normal stuff. Why do I need to, why do you want me to win a medal there? And, uh, I could just see this is just gnawing at him. It's man, just man. Get, just show up to the mother effing game. That's what your job is. Uh, again, I'm just hoping Andy Einfeld understands to avoid Magic this Man. Is what, this, type uh, of this is what uh, Joe wants to uh, tell LeBron. <laughs> you know what happens to him at the end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why didn't they tell me they had one of those? Thanks, Bob. So I ask you, Magic Man. 
<laughs> These are the games right here that are in conflict with Lakers games and USC games. I don't know the times, folks. This is just oh god, I can tell you already which games he's going to go to. Hundred percent. So let's go ahead. Go For ahead, Joe. Sure, he's going to the twenty-eight game. For yeah. sure, USC and Oregon. Phil Knight. Mark gonna that be down. Sit- he's going to be sitting beside Phil Knight. I agree with Joe. And that might be the only game he goes to. What about the Jazz? No, no. This is not a freaking free-for-all, dude. It's going to be one. Okay. Yeah. If he does two, then he can Dion, just stay wherever he is. If Dion, if Dion, if Dion is in uh, Colorado, Gerald, I agree with you. He would, he would go to Colorado. I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. Yeah. And then I, I, those are the only two I see, Gerald. Maybe the 27th is a wild card. Because the Golden State Warriors be... could be a dumpster fire by that time, or they could be a, still a decent team. Yeah, so those are the only three I could basically see him. Uh, plus going it's SC to. and UCLA. Yeah. So I'm just saying again. Yeah, it's I'm just... either I I'm leaning a little bit more towards Joe because of just how much money is being on the line, and you're being paid forty seven million dollars. If he's being paid forty seven thousand dollars a year. I think I'd probably see it in the different perspective. I'm just being honest with people when I say that. But he's being no, but paid you're, 47 you're, minutes. Hey, you're getting paid almost, uh, well, yeah, you're getting paid more than half a million dollars to play a basketball game. Yeah. If you're not if you're not going to play, the Lakers could use that half a mil, Gerald. Once, twice, three times. But we know how this works. We know the scenario. He's not going to be admonished. He's not going to be, Jeannie's not going to be, you know, publicly or even behind the scenes. Not even up on the wrist. No. She may tell Jay Moore, her hubby, about it, you know, in the bathroom somewhere at, you know, at their house, whatnot, about how she's not liking this. But, She's not going to go ahead and say it, you know, at a at a meeting or function or whatnot. She does. There is no way she's going to let that slip to LeBron, as far as if she has any displeasure over this. No way Rob Plinka is going to say anything. No way Darvin Ham is going to say anything to. Him. Nobody is going to say anything to LeBron on that. You can guarantee that. Whether you like it or no, don't like it. We know how this Lakers team will react. Absolutely, will happen. Uh, although, like Joe said, if it was the past, Phil Jackson. Yeah, he would let you know. This wouldn't even be a discussion. There would have never been a... Yeah, no. I agree with Joe. I would agree with Joe on that one. There would not be a discussion. And right now, if he was playing in Miami, there's no way Pat Riley would say, no, you're going to be coming to the game. You sure with Spolstra? What does Spolstra have to do with it? Spolstra's like a nice guy. You know what, Joe? I I think... um, um, I believe it was Dante earlier who said, who mentioned that you know that obviously they could kind of prearrange a scenario, right? That being said, I understand that mindset because previously, you know, Vince Carter was able to uh, jet set from Toronto to North Carolina to pick up his degree, came back, played the game. If it was something like that, I could understand. Uh, Dante and other people's mindsets about that that, that uh, that's in a wheelhouse of, of rationale this one's a little different because of what Gerald was saying it's been it's been prearranged already from two athletic departments plus the Pac-12 plus the NCAA 
You'd need a bunch of... I seem of... to be pissing off Dante today, because now he says I have the Playboy issue from her 89. I guess that's the one where she has the basketball covering her chest or whatnot. I saw in the, the documentary from last year. Is that correct? It was 89. Yeah, it was 89. It was 89. That's 89. what she's talking about. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, again, I didn't see it at the time. I didn't care about the time. All I cared about was the Lakers. But yeah, I saw it in the uh, what the documentary, the cover of her. Yeah, and all that. Yeah. All all heterosexual men love naked women. Well, that is true. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. But yes. No, I did not get. I did not go to the newsstand and buy that issue. Sorry to disappoint you, Dante. It sounds like you did though. And I well, the last it. Playboy I bought was Sables from WWF. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember that. Brock Lesnar's wife. Yes. Who was Mark Merrill's wife at the time? At the time, she was with Mark Merrill. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder yeah, what no. he was thinking when, when you know. Oh, it was a penthouse. Okay, down to, okay. This has gone off the deep end. <laughs> so I guess that's his revenge because he really hates the fact that we're talking about the subject today. But let's go ahead. I know. And I was. It. I always found. I always found Larry Flint to be a little bit more honest than. Hugh Hefner, Gerald. Yeah. Well. No, Pen Penthouse was a little too uh, uh, graphic. I did see the Worley Harrelson movie, if that kind of... Oh, that was brilliant. That yeah. was brilliant. Okay. If you're going to treat me like a Flint. baby, I'm going to act like one. Yeah. I thought it was... Woody Harrelson's <laughs> such a good actor. He is such a good actor. I, he I, is yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dante says, my dad was a subscriber. He had the Sable issue. As oh, well, look, Jeff. when... When he when he wrote that about Jerry Falwell, that was hilarious. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was hilarious. <laughs> he a subscriber. Pardon? Jerry Falwell wasn't he a subscriber? I think he was. <laughs> I think he was. I think that was part of the controversy. Uh, yeah, that was the fall of his empire. Uh, uh, Intel Wilds says Lakers talked about hypocrites. That's what I'm talking about. Lakers penthouse fast break. Okay, Dante. I prefer tasteful naked women. I don't need uh, someone doing gymnastics in my face. It tends to kind of not make it very. Uh, Joe's jo Joe's more uh, more um, bidet than outhouse. Okay. Dante and I, I do have a bidet, Playboy by the way, and I highly town. recommend it. <laughs> and Search is mad that our conversation has gone downhill. Once again, it is the Lakers penthouse fast break. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here at the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate it. I like Biggins, me. personally. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, man. My favorite show was Married with Children growing up. It's a, it was a... Mm -hmm. Why am I not surprised? It is Joe Soro and Magic an Matt Tigress. Joe, yeah. Joe likes the plumpers? Yes, absolutely. See, it, uh, the internet crashed on him. We'll be yeah, that. Stop it's talking crazy. about this. The plumper, the plumper crowd wanted Joe out. Yes. All right. We'll get it back it's in June. It's the, it's the girly magazine that Al Bundy... <laughs> what is he doing? I don't know. I'm just here. I'm not doing anything. Stop talking about Biggins. There you go. I think it's, I think Joe, your internet's just like going wacko on you on that. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Joe Soro. While we have him here along with magic man, Sean Grice, truly appreciate you joining us. But before we head on out, 
want to go ahead and talk about what's upcoming for the Lakers. Again, we will, I'm sure, delve on the subject again if it actually happens where LeBron actually takes a game off to go off uh, watch Bronny. If it does happen, we'll obviously talk about it here. And, of course, the chat room will also talk about it here and, you know, maybe digress into a penthouse playboy debate once again. But once again, I will say that the Lakers are hosting the Houston Rockets tomorrow, uh, 7 p.m. Please join us. Playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. Truly appreciate if you would. And if that's the case, Magic Man, I want to bring it back to you, my friend. Uh, Houston, not has not. I don't think they have won a road game as of yet. I think they are still roadless as of this road winless on the road as of this conversation. I'll check and verify. Make just make sure. It would be a bad precedent if the Lakers come out with another turd, their third of the week, and give up another game, especially to a team that hasn't won on the road as of yet. Yeah, Gerald, <clears throat> uh, as for uh, steaming piles go, that would be uh, <laughs> flaming. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen, but we have to exercise the idea that it could happen, unfortunately. Because we don't know which Lakers team we're going to get, right, my friend? Ah, it's Jekyll and Hyde with this team, and and sometimes it's Jekyll and Hyde in the same quarter. So how yeah. how how are we supposed to judge, ladies and gentlemen? We're giving you our straight observations, and this team has been oh, all right. I was gonna give an analogy, but I'm not, we're not ready for this on Lakers fast break. Why not? We've talked about everything else nah. today. Now another twenty games or so, I'll bring it up. But the the, the fact that remains is that this this team is a tepid cup of tea drilled nobody drinks cold tea nobody not even the most conservative british monarch would drink cold tea and that's what we are right now not sure what you're gonna get uh with vando and Rui coming back who knows what's going on here i mean is are we gonna actually see scenario where they both come back but Rui continues to only get about 12 to 17 minutes, and then somehow Vando plays 28, Gerald, and somehow that bursitis was just a just a little little hiccup. Uh, because that's what an injury update. Let me go ahead and real, real quick, and I'll get it right back to you, Magic Man. We did get an update on the good news, everyone out there, is that it's been reported that they will be listed, Rui, Va- Rui Hashimura, probably with a mask and also as well, Jared Vanderbilt. Dante was right at the very last game. Props to you, Dante. You called it. I'm giving you props. I know you've been angry at me the entire show, but I'm giving you props. You called it on the very last game of the week. You said this would be the week Jared Vanderbilt comes back. It is most likely barring any unforeseen issues game time wise both guys will be back and be made available. So, Magic Man, I'll bring it back to you. With those guys coming back, we've talked about it. Joe and I don't have that same kind of optimism that it totally totally changes the dynamic. Like Dante said, we're top three in the West uh, if we have everybody back and healthy. I'm not – I would like to see it as a product first, to be honest with you, Dante, before I climb totally onto that bus. Your mm-hmm. thoughts, my friend – it does make them better. It does make this team better. 
I think Vanderbilt has to get back in sync first, and that's going to take some time. But I think it does make the team better, and I expect a win on Saturday. Absolutely, Gerald. I do as well. And uh, for the record, you are correct. Houston remains the only winless team in the NBA on the road this year. Yes, 0-7. Yep, they have the worst road record in the NBA. Uh, I hope that continues, Gerald. Um, I will say this. They, we'll talk about it more in pregame, but there has there has to be a, a concentrated effort by Anthony Davis to not allow um Perrin Shingoon to uh, have another day at the office like he has the past couple games he's played as Gerald, uh, and again much improved play, and Shingoon is a very good player. The fact remains that Anthony Davis is, has proven not this year. Only a handful of games, but he has proven he's an all-NBA player. He's not just a very good player. Uh, but Shingun has outplayed him uh, in these past two games, and I, I'm expecting a better effort from him. Not only that, Gerald, if you look, interestingly enough, at the top 10 teams right now, what stands out is that the Kings and the Lakers both have negative point differentials because they are getting absolutely smacked in back-to-back games or coming out unprepared. It, it, it's it's uncanny. Um, you, you've seen it this past week, Gerald. The Kings had a back-to-back game against the Clippers that they just completely got wrecked. The Clippers played a back-to-back game against the Warriors in which, although the score makes it look closer, it was not a close game until the fourth quarter. So, And, Gerald, we saw the Dallas Mavericks lose to the Memphis Grizzlies tonight without Luka Doncic, but they had a healthy Kyrie Irving. So we are seeing some bizarre point differentials in some of these back-to-back games. Um, Some of it is explainable. Some of it is not. I will say this, though, amongst those 10 teams, the Lakers and the Kings are the two with the sketchiest defenses right now as well. So that's that's another thing we need to be mindful of in this next stretch is the defense has to pick up. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Intel Wild, we're going to go ahead and stay here for a while for you, my friend, because you asked for it. Uh, But Magic Man, I want to go ahead and bring it back to you before I go bring it back to Joe. This is what Joe is talking about what you talked about right now with Dallas, how they lost to Memphis without Luca and just having one superstar on that team with a myriad of so-so rotation players. You see the effect of what happens when your key playmaking guy is out of the lineup. I think when it comes down to a magic man, Joe is very justified in his statements because you see tonight a perfect example when you don't have a 
player similar to LeBron in the lineup or LeBron in the lineup, these things can happen. Absolutely, Gerald, uh, because it was the the Grizzlies number two who outdid the the Mavericks number two. Bain completely outplayed everybody on the on the Mavericks. And as Gerald has stated, the the Memphis Grizzlies are just beat beat up, uh, even without Jaw. They are just a, a poor poor team, and there was no excuse for the Mavericks to have even so so players because Josh Green. Tim Hardaway Jr., Gerald. We're talking about Seth Curry. You know they're not scrubs. The Dallas Mavericks aren't playing as aren't playing scrubs uh, with Kyrie. But that being said, you see how difficult it is on a back to back to even expect your number two to step up when your main guy is missing. So let me ask you this on Memphis real quick: How much better will Memphis be? in what five or five ish games when John Morant comes back. And then I'm going to get it right to you, Joe. Thanks for your patience. I don't think this is a even though they've played together for a while, Gerald Adams is Adams is gone. Brandon Clark is still out. They've got a myriad of injuries. I just don't think this is a situation where the wheels hit the gr- go off and they're up in the air and they're just able to fly into a play-in. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it'll take at least 10 to 12 games before they start figuring out. But I do expect at some point Memphis to start playing a little bit better. I don't think they're going to remain um, in the doldrums. That being said, Gerald, it's going to take them playing basically 600 ball or better to try and get into a play-in at this point, and I don't think that's in the cards. What do you think, Joe? Similar to long lines of Magic Man, I, I, I have a tendency to agree. By the time that John ja Morant comes back, the team probably, I'm guessing right now, because they're 5-13 and 13 now, I'm going to say they're going to be 7-18. and 18. I'm just throwing that out there. What kind of difference do you think John Morant will make for the team when he comes back? Well, from a basketball standpoint, obviously he's going to be a huge upgrade, but I don't know where he is mentally. Okay. He's been, it's been pretty quiet, so I guess they've kept him under wraps so he doesn't do anything. But Well, he's, in, I, he, he's being dragged into a civil suit at this point, so he's got to deal with that on top of everything else. It, it, it's... You know, <clears throat> you all want the attention. That's your convenience. There, that was that's always been there. By the way, the only difference is the last ten plus years. You have the worst invention in the history of man for posers, which is what most celebrities are and most people in general. You want to show who you are and how badass you are on social media. And then of course, when the vultures come, you fold like wet paper. So if I had any advice for any of these clowns, get rid of your social media and then you can go jerk off and do whatever it is that you want to do. Read playboy or penthouse, I guess. (laughs) It, it, you can't have it both ways. Uh, my favorite announcements is 
let's say something happens like a, a celebrity divorce, so and so and so and so are separating, and please respect our privacy. Well, what the hell are you telling us for? Why do we? Why are you making an announcement of it? But oh, by the way, but you know, well, it's like people who announce, announce privacy. I'm like, who the hell cares? I don't give a crap if you're getting a divorce. Why are you telling me? And why are you asking for privacy when you're telling us? What is it? What is, there's a line that Bill Burr said that cracked me up. He goes, you know, we're kind of getting carried away with this. Let's thank this and let's thank that. Look, I, 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 we're going to thank the soldier that's on the front lines, not the guy that guides the planes, right? And then the, the funniest one was the first responder. He's like, dude, I called you. <laughs> what do I got? Why are we thanking everybody? So, <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I, again, this constant need to just get validation Buzz off. from losers. Buzz off. You you're you're looking for validation from invisible losers. That's not being used often enough. Why either. do you Buzz care? Off needs to Why come do you back. care about what people you don't even know think? Seriously, it's 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 comical. John Morant, get your butt in the NBA again and just do your job. You got talent that only maybe twenty people on this planet really has. The speed. The vertical, the ball handling, the shot making. Seriously, you're one of 20 freaking people that I can honestly say on this planet that you have those skills. Exactly, Alan. And don't give me this excuse. Yeah, he doesn't have that excuse. Oh, well, I'm, I got mental health issues because of how things happen in my life. Well, Joe... Just because you have money and you went to a boarding school doesn't mean uh, that you don't have problems. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, whatever you say. Keep finding those excuses. Maybe that's part of the reason, Alan, that he wanted to go ahead and do what he did because he wanted to live that life. Yes. There There is somewhat of a fascination to it for those who are not living in that world. John Morant, John Morant, Miles Bridges. Let's talk about that no, for a, a second. Anthony, Anthony Edwards, Gerald, he was there at the tipping point of, of kind of that. But I think somebody like Dame Lillard or his own uh, inner circle got in his ear and said, look, man, if you want to if you want to pursue a hobby and do that and try and make uh aside off of that that's great but your focus needs to be basketball and he's the one who's focused in on basketball jared of all those guys who want to be rappers and thugs and then be an nba player edwards is the one and dame lillard are the guys who are pursuing that rap rap career as a side hustle while understanding that their main profession is being a professional basketball player, and that's my job. Go ahead, Joe. What do I wanted to say first? It's an allure. It's an allure to someone who can actually, in his case, afford to buy his way into that lifestyle. 
a lot of people that live just normal, average, everyday lifestyles, they see someone who's living that kind of lifestyle and it can be exciting and alluring, Joe, to them. Alluring what? You know, fake gangster? I'm just saying, it to, it, to some, it can be alluring. So what, 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 what does that do for him now, being a fake gangster? What is that going to do for him? He's going to get into a club easier? Is he going to be looked at by strangers differently? Like, hey, man, we don't want to, you don't want to go next to John Morant because he'll, he'll pop off. Is that, is that, is that the appeal? Remember you don't need to be a gangster. You don't need to be a gangster to be, a, to, yeah. to, to have that. Yeah, he, I just the Indiana incident. It could be Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar isn't a gangster. Go buy a place out in Saskatchewan that has eight foot his own fences. gang. Huh? He's large he's enough to be his own gang. gang. That's my point. Well, John Morant is what six four? Six mm-hmm. four, right? Let's say he's six three. That's my height, right? Let's say he's six three. Yeah, he's a buck eighty, but six three is a pretty tall look. You know, if you wear some. Some bigger clothes, you you know, you're a big person. So I, I don't know that the, the, this this I want to be a badass thing. That a lot of these, it's not just the John Morants. Most of these uh, these uh, slappy influencers they're sitting there and they're pushing all this weight, pumping up enough clan uh, and trend and AGA to blow up a freaking bull. And they're all of a sudden supposed to look like they're, uh, they're, they're badass, right? Hey, man, I work hard for this, and I do this, and I do that, and I'm eating eight times a day. Okay, cool. But uh, how long will it take for you to catch me running before you lose your breath? And again, it's all fake. Fake. I'm telling you guys, it's fake. Everybody wants to live a fake. You look at 90% of the stuff on, on social media and it, with these Women, every one of them has a filter. As if the, the makeup they put on their face wasn't enough. Now they got to filter their faces. Uh, ladies, we already know what you look like. Who are you fooling? And who are you fooling, John Morant, if you want to be a gangster? Or Bridges? Or anybody that, that thinks they're a gangster? You ever watch a basketball player fight, by the way? You ever seen footage of basketball players fight? Anytime you see somebody fighting backwards, you know they don't know how to fight. Palace at the Mouse. That's Mountains. how you know. Malice at the Palace. That was just a free-for-all. That was a mosh pit. That might be a little different. I saw... I saw. It's fun to uh, watch, Jermaine, though. If you, I saw Jermaine O'Neal come out of nowhere. and Didn't, didn't the guy he hit uh, tear his ACL or something? Something like that, yeah. I remember that that small guy because you know he came up running to our test, and you can see it all at that. Such a great camera job on that. That's that's the thing I want to say is ESPN did a great job of camera work there because you see the guy walking up to him, that fan. Oh, I got you now. I got you. He gets. <laughs> uh, Draymond Green is the biggest poseur uh, around, too. By the way, <laughs> I mean, you, 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 all 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 we need is one guy to just. But Batista him in the chin, and then he's out. That's that's what needs to get done. I would gladly do it for on, on a ten day contract. I would gladly be that guy to do it if I if if I could get get on a team. Good I'd take point, Darren. 
So I, I can understand. Well, Joe, Sean, let me, Joe. Let me, well, let me just say this, John. You know, it, it, you know, it was said in our chat that he's making too much money by Adam, making too much mm -hmm. money to want to be a gangster. It's the same scenario. How many athletes want to be actors or musicians mm -hmm. and how many actors and musicians want to be athletes? Exactly, Gerald. It, exactly. They live vicariously through one another. That's why everybody wants what they don't have. Right. They, they always think they're never satisfied. Human beings are rarely satisfied. So the athlete is, is the athlete is satisfied with being an athlete. They need to be a rock star. Right. The rock star sees the athlete and becomes a little bit uh, envious, Gerald, and decides, you know, maybe I picked the wrong career path. LeBron James, you know, $47 million a year. He's a billionaire. He's world famous. One of, still one of the best basketball players on the earth. But what has he not been successful at? being in hollywood yet mm -hmm. yeah no none of his none of his movies as of yet train wreck was but that's that he was just playing a small role in that well he's played himself that doesn't count well yeah. and and amy schumer's career has yeah, that's, that's for all together <laughs> reasons that's through bad choices well, no, and turned her... into a train wreck is what it turned into yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, the, the the thing with Hollywood is is everyone thinks it's easy. It takes a certain talent to create something that people... Well, that here, here's the thing, Joe. Uh, Gerald used uh, a, a very appropriate word, allure. And the word allure is very... It comes from the, from the French word allure. Charming. Intoxicating, it calls to you. That that's that's why a lot of these guys living through social media, Joe, makes no difference. Makes no difference. They they don't understand that uh, that word allure also has uh, another component to it. Consequence. Nobody wants to focus on the consequences of being gangster, Joe. None of these guys. Yeah, do. it's called death and get yeah, shot. Yeah, or or going to jail. Those are only the two options. You Michael Francis. Michael Francis. He's very popular on 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 YouTube and the circuits of social media. He was the capo in the Colombo family. And if you want to learn about gangster life, listen to him talk about how that life was. It's not an admirable life. You're constantly looking over your shoulder, and a lot of these guys that are in that world. The ones that have have been athletes or rappers, have you noticed how a few of them every couple, you know, years get shot and dead? The, guys, just like welding isn't for everyone, just like plumbing isn't for everyone. Being a gangster ain't for everyone. Believe me when I say this. I know some friends that were in that world and. Those guys were about it. They're not in it anymore, but they were about it because they were nuts. And because they didn't care. you got to really not care. And and you know the consequences of that. When you go to jail, everyone forgets about you. But nobody talks about that, Gerald. When they're when they're talking about this lifestyle, no one ever talks about when you go to jail. They're gonna forget you. They're gonna forget your family. They're not gonna take care of your family. You're on your own. A, a real gangster isn't going to 
the, 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 great, the, the great example of that, Gerald, I thought was um, in Tony Kay's film, American History X. When Derek goes to prison, he's by himself. His family isn't there. Even even the gang, even the gang isn't with him, Gerald, because he sees them dealing drugs with the Mexicans and uh, the Aryan Brotherhood turns their back on him. So that's real life. That's what happens. You either become a career recidivist and you're in and out of prison and you don't and you're not accomplishing or serving a purpose for anybody or anything, even including yourself, or you decide that there is a better option in life and it is not the allure, but the necessitation of trying to get up in the morning and do the best job you can with the means you have without stepping on anybody's toes. But it's hard what? for some people to do that. I don't understand why, but it's hard. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is the magic man, Sean Grice, along with me, Gerald Glassford, and Joe Sorrell. Thanks so much for watching this scene. Please try, or at least look at, and stop by magicmind.com. Go ahead, check out if it's a supplement that you might be interested in to help possibly clear focus for if we're helpful on that end plus a lot more go ahead and check it out today and if you buy a 15 or 30 bottle order lakers 20 is the code you use to get 20 percent off so go ahead and check it out today magicmind.com guys uh i want to go ahead and before we get back to the lakers and close out the conversation there i want to take a look at the nba right now i'm gonna go ahead and pop up the standings here in just a second joe i know at the beginning of the season and right now it's only 20 games in or around 20-ish games in, the Lakers have played the most games of anybody in the NBA, which was also something we have to always take in consideration. So they have been worked harder than anybody else in the NBA, and we'll, we'll go ahead and say it that way. But when you look at the standings right there, you see Minnesota, 14-4. and four. This is a team that, you know, I didn't even, I thought highly of them, but I didn't think that highly of them. I still thought them as far as a fourth, fifth place team. You did not think very highly of them at all. Is that, is this start maybe changed your mind a little bit on how they are going to be playing this year? No, I mean, Utah was in first place the first month of the year too. I'm going to wait it out another couple months to really make a good assessment. Okay. No, I think that's fair. Yeah, I don't. I, it's hard to assess anything right now. You're looking at the Lakers and the eight seed. The only thing that's been the same of since, you know, let's say last year is it looks like all these teams are going to be bunched up. It looks like the NBA has turned into a 500 league. Everybody's pretty much together from top to bottom. And I'll, I'll wait a couple more months to see how, if Minnesota doesn't have an issue with Cat being out for a month or Anthony Edwards decides to not be Anthony Edwards for a month. Now, those That's the thing is consistency. Uh, Minnesota's never shown that, at least not since, I'd say, 2004 uh, during the KG era or KG time MVP year. Uh, Denver... Uh, I'm still going to stick to my guns that the, soft, the sophomore setup might... Creep its 
creep in there. Oklahoma City, we knew was going to be good. Dallas, they, had pro- we- they had problems with Phoenix tonight. Yeah, yeah, I I did see that. Uh, Sacramento's playing well. Dallas is uh, still kind of on the fence with them. Golden State, uh, Golden State has an interesting issue. I'm not surprised that they're sucking, but I'm surprised they're not doing anything about it right now. Like, they're not doing anything. And re-signing Draymond Green was the first mistake they made because he was washed. And then now they got to deal with Clay Thompson, who wants money, and he's washed. So what the hell are they going to do? Are they going to listen to Steph Curry again instead of Bob Myers? The ownership needs to wake up a little bit and understand that they're going to need to do something here and they're going to have to make some sacrifices here if they want to start continuing to win or have a shot this year of uh, making the playoffs. Otherwise, they're just going to keep going down. But uh, Minnesota, as far as Minnesota is concerned, give me a couple more months and I'll I'll, I'll admit that I was wrong on that one because that was that was one where I just I didn't see them. I just I see them being a lazy team. Uh, and then Denver, Denver can still come out of the abyss and end up going back to back. But we're probably going to need them to do that too because I do think that the Celtics this time have the right pieces, and there's going to need to be a team that stops them in the finals if they get through. What about OKC? And I'm going to get it back to you, Magic Man, here in a second. But I want to get too, your too young to make a, a, a finals run. They're probably a year away, and one more guy, one more really good player away. So, marketing is has been a player I've been hearing about that they might go after with all those draft picks they have. And of course, we all know Danny Ainge loves his draft picks. So if they get marketing, let's say at the deadline or whatever, oof, that might be something there. That could speed up that process even <laughs> yes, more. Yes, I still don't think they're going to win a championship. I don't think they'll get to the finals, but I'll tell you this, next year, oof, there might be something there. Magic Man, what are your thoughts on on Minnesota and Oklahoma City who are playing well above expectations at this point in time, my friend? Mm -hmm. So Minnesota is going to continue to be a very good regular season team, Gerald. Um, Absolutely. Um, If they do fall back to the crowd, I don't see them going any lower than 10th there there i think they're squarely a, you know a 1 to 10 team at this point um oklahoma city yep they i think they're uh, they're going to continue to um be a good squad however uh you know the uh, so for everybody that's thinking that the, if the thunder are going to make a move Gerald which player is going to be featured in a package because to me it's Josh Giddy. They they have a number they have a number of very good players and he is redundant among them. Uh, no, Gerald, I'm, uh, No, I don't mean very, to laugh at you, but yeah. again with Josh Giddy's current situation, of I'm course sure Oklahoma like he, City would love to just kind of yes, remove itself from that. Yes, cuz he's he's actually he's playing well though. He's yes. he's he's still playing well th- through all this. So if they're going to make a move, that's the guy who's going to be the um, the key in in them securing uh, 
let's face it, Gerald, it's SGA and Chet's team. And if they bring somebody else in, that person's going to have to gel with them. It's not going to be the other way around. It's not as if SGA and Chet are going to defer to this star. This star is going to have to fit into SGA and Chet's locker room. Uh, that being said, I don't think they make a move this year, but they're 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 in good shape, Gerald. Um, let's talk about the New Orleans Pelicans, Gerald, because I think they're the wild card. They're literally the the joker in the deck of the Western Conference with CJ McCollum, Gerald. They're a top six team without him, and without Trey Murphy coming back, Gerald, they may slip. To that tenth or eleventh spot, I, he just came back tonight. Who Trey Murphy? Yeah, yes, scored but, eighteen points exactly. And their their offense was sputtering without CJ McCollum. I mean, they don't really use a true point guard. They're they're the only team in the NBA right now who doesn't use a true point guard in their starting five. So he's the key to them. It's San Antonio. Not, Ah, uh, Trey Jones is a point guard, Gerald. But he's not starting. It's so but, Yeah, but I mean Trey Jones is Trey Jones is a point guard. I mean But he comes they, off they, the bench for them. I know they a... I know, but they still have a point guard. Okay. I, I, I agree. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good point. Um so I mean we're, I agree with Joe though. Like we're bunched up together with Dallas, Sacramento, Phoenix, uh, New Orleans. We're all right there. Um I will say this though, Gerald. It look it looks as though either the see. I don't think I don't expect the Thunder, the Nuggets, and the Timberwolves in the same division to all be at the top. Okay. Like one of those teams is gonna gonna hit the skids a little bit and fall back to the rest of the group. But I do think two of those teams will at least compete for uh, for a top four seed but I don't see all three of them staying there. And uh, Gerald, we've seen the vulnerabilities now with the Dallas Mavericks. Like, it, you know, I think what happened was, no, again, nobody had really seen a lot of uh, tape on Lively and how he plays with Luka and uh, how that uh, team adjusts. Well, the NBA has adjusted to them and Lively's kind of hit a wall here, Gerald, with, uh, you know, Foul trouble at times, you know, his lack of offensive awareness. So Dallas has has a bunch of issues as long with the Lakers, the Kings, the Suns. I mean, of all those teams, they're the only one that's really has any stability and they've got injuries is the Suns. Because they've won eight of nine, uh, excuse me, seven of nine. So uh, I I agree with you though that Minnesota and Oklahoma to, for them to continue playing at 800 ball and 700 ball respectively is going to be a hard ask for them right now. Yeah, I think so, Drill. I I think you know when an, I think you know there's enough there's enough film out there now. I think that you know both of those teams, like you said, they're eventually they're going to I think play 650, 600 ball and come down and come back a little bit. But yeah, we see Denver. And we see Phoenix. I think those two teams are uh, are going to stay at the top, and we'll see if Minnesota or Thunder. I think one of them will uh, will also be be in the top three there. And then the Lakers, the Kings, the Pelicans, the Mavs, the Clippers, 
And we'll see how long the Rockets stay in here, Gerald. I think the Rockets will join the the, the Blazers pretty soon, but they'll come back to the means. Yeah, I think it's pretty packed right now in the middle. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, it is the Lakers Fast Break. It is Magic Man Sean Grice, Joe Soro, and me, Joe Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Truly appreciate it. Just would go ahead and check out the Eastern Conference before we get back to the Lakers game coming up tomorrow night right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Check us out tomorrow, 7 p.m. right there for you at playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. In the Eastern Conference, Joe, Boston is doing as expected. But lo and behold, another surprise team that's out there is the Orlando Magic playing well above expectations at 14 and 5. How much longer? I just actually heard Jonathan Isaac uh, sprained his ankle earlier tonight. So that coming off the bench, that's a big key to their defense. Mo Wagner is absolutely killing it in Orlando. One of the players, you know, when we talk about Max Christie and we always get on Rodell's case, et cetera, et cetera. I still think at some point in time, Max Christie, you know, despite what Stone Hansen, who does such a great job for us and has in the past, said about Max Christie not being an NBA player. I think he is an NBA player. I just think he, it's going to be the same situation that we've seen before with Lake Rotations players. They'll find a prosperous ventures, maybe under a different NBA team. Cam Reddish has found a niche with this team. It's just, you got to find these players that are rotation players. It just seemingly, they will not fit on every NBA team or the coaching staffs does not, you know, just something just doesn't work out with some of these organizations where you will see like a Zubats, a Kuzma, you know, a Mo Wagner, just all these players playing better somewhere else. I think eventually you will see that happen. But when it comes back to Orlando, uh, we're seeing Mo Wagner play at a high level, Joe. How much longer do you think that'll last for Orlando? I, I don't see. Uh, I I can I you can say that they're going to continue to improve. They're getting coached up pretty well. The young guys are coming on coming into their own. They're another team that could make some. Their defense noise is the, great. Yeah, they're another team that that can make some noise in the next two to three years if if they play their cards right and. It's time, man. It's been a pretty bad drought for them here for, what, 15 years since uh, Dwight Howard's prime prime. Uh, I think they've they've put together a good team. They've made some good acquisitions, and it's time uh, it's time they, they reap the benefits here because it's been it's been a while. Uh, outside of that magic man, there's really no other surprise team. Maybe if you think that Philadelphia was headed for a fall, and uh, they're still in the top four in the Eastern Conference, but I think they're still a pretty good team, regardless. Uh, you know, either which way, 
I still think with Maxi and Embiid, you're still a set, you know, set as far as at least a good two is concerned. Orlando, though, playing at, at a huge level above expectations. Your thoughts on Orlando Magic, my friend? Uh, yeah, the, uh, the upstarts, the, the Orlando upstarts. Yeah, nine in a row, Gerald. This team's been around for almost 35 years, and this is the longest winning streak they've ever had. Think about that. This is a team that drafted Shaquille O'Neal, traded for Penny Hardaway. That team went to a finals. They had Dwight Howard. That team went to a finals. This is the longest winning streak they've had. Um, and you're right. Uh, uh, Mo Wagner has really turned into uh, an, a fantastic rotational player. Um, and Gerald, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he was put on a team with his brother. And Franz is the best player of the Orlando Magic. Bar, bar none. I agree. Bar, bar I, none. I agree. Jalen Suggs is their best defender. I would say Paolo Bancaro is probably their their best um, combination there, Gerald. But Friends is the the oil that uh, that gets that uh, vehicle moving. Great great leadership so far throughout. I mean, he's willing to defer, and we've seen now with the maturity in his game, he knows how to take over when it's required. So I think he's he's slowly becoming you know, a top 10 wing in this league. And um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Orlando won close to, to 45, maybe even 50 games, Gerald, and was a surprise two or three seed uh, in the Eastern Conference. Not shocked at all. Um, you'd have to you'd have to give a lot of thought, Gerald, now to possibly uh, Jamal Mosley being the front runner for NBA Coach of the Year. was just going to say that. If you hidden, yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Why is that the case, Magic Man? Because I've seen it in our chat. Our our chat is now even recognizing him because of our distaste for Ham right now. Yeah, it's it's. So first of all, he he just doesn't understand his personnel, Gerald. He also knows what they're not good at. So he plays to the Magic strengths as a team. And being a young team, that bodes well for you. You're you're prone to more paying attention, uh, more attention to detail, especially asking questions. If you're more engaged and and more thoughtful about what you're trying to do, which is why I think he is one of the top coaches in the NBA, is because not only that, he is very creative offensively. Um, and he isn't afraid to allow his guys to play their games. I think the big one of the big difference between Mosley and Ham is that Mosley isn't trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. He's not trying to turn a role player who's a great shooter and or a great defender or a great rebounder and a good team defender into you know a three and D or. I want you to be a box power forward instead of the roamer that you are. That's where I think a big difference is. It's just a small uh, attention to details. I think Mosley understands his personnel just about better than anybody else in the NBA. Well, you mentioned this before when they weren't a good team. You could see, you can see, Joe. You know, it doesn't always matter. It doesn't always representative of the record, Joe and and Sean. 
when somebody's doing a good coaching job, when you see a coach having good habits, you know, it's not always reflective, especially if you're a young team, you're a team that doesn't have the talent on paper. You can only do so much as a coach. I get that. But you can see when you watch Mosley, especially when we got a chance to see him coaching the Lakers against the Lakers both times. But this goes back to last year when he was also coaching this team as well, Joe. It is easier to coach young players who aren't going to have large egos. That there is there is an element there that that works. I remember watching bringing up Utah just a few moments ago. You know, Utah was uh, supposed to be tanking at the beginning of last year, and they ended up being in first place the first month of the year. And Will Hardy was his sets and his offense were just just sharp. And it's that balance that that you're looking for in terms of coach and talent, true talent, star talent. Uh, Nick Nurse has the has the has, has the chance here to. I think I think I think if the Sixers go and get somebody like. Um, like a Caruso or maybe even a, a DeRozan, just another guy that could just help them a little on the scoring or on defense. You know, that would probably bode well for for Philly if if Embiid stays healthy. And you have Nick Nurse who can who can who already you saw what he did to the Lakers. I mean, he he made them look like a, a JV team in high school, and a lot of that had to do with the fact that yeah, Maxie's having a good game or having a good week at that point. But Nick Nurse was running sets and playing defense in a way where, or I should say setting up the defense to where it's obvious that he knows what he's doing. He knows how to use his personnel. And then it's also very obvious when a coach doesn't know how to do that, which we see that every day watching the Lakers. And it's just, it's unfortunate. There's, there was, the Lakers really screwed this one up. They screwed up with the Russell Westbrook thing, and then they really screwed up getting Ham as coach. And it's probably going to be the the death the death nail on the LeBron AD run because I, I just don't see the Lakers doing anything next year, even if they bring back the same team. I think another year on top of this is it is this just going to add more wear and tear on this team and and then they're going to have to battle through that especially if they don't have a coaching philosophy that will not only use their talents to their best level but going back to what i've preached for many weeks and many many shows is at some point you have to find a way in anything you do to do it fast and do it efficient at the same time sometimes it might take a short amount of time for certain things some take longer but we're likely not to see that with this team because this team physically, uh, like a you know, a D'Lo or an Austin Reeves, they're they're not able laterally to make a difference. They're not physically able. So how do you combat that as a coach? Well, you gotta somehow create a defensive setup where you you either funnel certain guards to your best defender or you're able to close the lanes up on good team defense so that it can at least mask 
the deficiencies in those players just a tad bit because this this game sometimes is just a half a second. You know, just like in football, you know, in case people don't know, the quarterback is thrown to a spot. So whenever you see a play where you're like, what the hell was the quarterback thinking throwing there? His throwing them open. There. That's what right. Joe means. Well, what likely hap- didn't happen 90% of the time, sometimes they will do that just because they, they might panic. But more often than not, it's because they're thrown to a spot because these quarterbacks are too fast. They're too fast. They're going to know where, how to get there quick. You have to throw to a spot. And when they throw it, the receiver then all of a sudden comes in and catches the ball. So in basketball, that half a step makes a difference. And that's where coaching can help that a little bit. But unfortunately, we don't have that. And uh, young coaches coaching young teams that are hungry, it's a little easier to coach. Heck, look at look at uh, Brown down in, uh, in, Mich- in Sacramento. You know, Mike Brown has been a terrible coach in everywhere he's gone, according to the, the masses. But why is he coaching well in Sacramento? Because those guys are listening to him. They're actually in first place right now in the Pacific Division, a game and a half ahead of the Lakers. And we'll see what happens, though, with the Lakers facing off Both against of you, by the way. <laughs> in your ass. Use your own in your ass <laughs> while you sit. Well, I will say before we head on out, I do want to go ahead and mention the Houston Rockets do come into the crypt to, to face off against the Los Angeles Lakers. Carol, I'll um, just sit like this. Just sit like this for. <laughs> this, at least. And then sit also like on Saturday. <laughs> so, Magic Man, Saturday we've got Houston. Tuesday we've got Phoenix in the dramatic quarterfinal of the in-season NBA Cup tournament, which absolutely nobody cares about in our chat. Uh, not one iota. From the get-go, nobody has cared about it in our chat in the audience. To the hoop heads, the, you know, the guys that are like, like just really into it, the hoop nerds, they're kind of into it. Depends on who you talk to. The league, they see better ratings. My eyes don't feel any better because the technicolor courts that I've been seeing for these games, but your thoughts, my friend, on what the Lakers can do in the next two games before we head on out. Okay, so two two thoughts, Gerald. One thought about still us. trying to fix my eyes, though. One, one thought about us and one thought about the in-season tournament. I will say this. When you look at guys who are guys who are ultra-competitive in this league, and by ultra-competitive, I mean they're available and they try and be durable as well, and they're playing to the hilt. So there are a few. Devin Booker is one. Anthony Edwards is another, Gerald. Tyrese Halliburton is another one. LeBron. Now, of all those guys, Tyrese Halliburton, Devin Booker have spoken out, and they said, you know what? I actually like the point differential issue in these games because it creates an air of competitiveness without embarrassment as if you know you're playing hard and you're playing to win and that point differential matters so those competitive juices 
get an extra bit of spice there, Gerald. So and if I, you run up the score on another team, that other team, you know what? You just got to sit there and eat it and eat it. And that I think that's if that if nothing else, this in season tournament produces is if it gets their competitive juices flowing to where we don't care if we're up twenty, we're not going to let up. Let's build it up to thirty. It's on to you, it's on to you on the opposing team to stop them. I agree with that. I full stop. If this in season tournament creates that kind of level of understanding about what true competition is, then they they accomplished a goal there. They really did. For us, yeah, is Booker gonna play? Because that makes a big difference. Um I would say even if he does drill, he's on a bum ankle. And even if he is playing like a top five point guard in the league right now, I happen to think that uh, given the fact we might have all of uh, our players back available and ready to go, it's going to be a tough game. But I think you could throw multiple defenders at KD here, Gerald. You could throw Cam Reddish at him. You could throw Vando at him. I mean, but will Han do this? Will he experiment with this? Or will he just, la, la, la. You know what? I'll put Torian Prince on Kevin Durant. Even though I have Cam Reddish and Jared Vanderbilt out on the floor, I'll just put Torian Prince on him again. I hope not. But again, we're concerned that that could be an issue. Joe, what are your thoughts, my friend? Again, two home games coming up against the Houston Rockets, winless on the road so far. And then coming up on Tuesday, the big quarterfinal matchup in-season tournament against the Suns. Well, the uh, Lakers, excuse me, Lakers have been a uh, pretty good home team this year. They're 7-2. and two. I could see them going 2-0, and oh, uh, likely 1-1. One and one. And they seem to play well in this tournament thing. So lose tomorrow and then beat Phoenix with if Booker's not playing on Tuesday. Okay. That's all I, I could see. I think they'll go 2 0. I think they'll go 2 0. Just despite me. Just despite me when I said that the, they shouldn't go out and go all out on it because that means an extra game for LeBron and AD. I think they'll do it just to spite me, Magic Man. If you're going to do this, do it all out. Just win the damn tournament. And I agree. I mean, they've already gone this far. You might as well just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems to be the only time they And what's cool is if they continue to, let's say, play like they're supposed to, this could be a two-game season for them. <laughs> Fair enough. But the semifinal game does not count a regular stats, Magic Man. I thought the semifinal counts; just the final game does not count. Uh, no, it, 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 it no, it counts. It just for some reason those stats just <laughs> disappear the into game, the, the, finals the finals game. game yeah, the semifinals is still it, listed as a regular season game. It it is it is. So so if you played if you play in the championship game. You'd have eighty. You technically you'd have eighty-three, but only eighty-two would count. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The semifinal counts as a regular season, season game. game. Yes. So that you put the any stats gotten therein should still count towards anything as far as official records. And quite honestly, Gerald, that's a that's a real grease ball CBA kind of thing. As if some owner doesn't want to fork over an extra 75K or 125K because, you know, a player reached, you know, 
an allotted amount of minutes for uh, for an incentive base seems kind of cheap to me. But but you know, it's I the, guess it's the finals game that doesn't count. That those yes. fi- the finals game that doesn't count towards because the five hundred k isn't tax free. I'm sorry, it's not tax free. Uncle Sam is going to come for that $263,000. I would say the players are lucky if they're going to get at least maybe 45% of that. Uh, you know, sometimes these accounts get, get pretty creative, my friend. So Fair enough. I'll leave it at that. Not really. Not in that realm. They're, they get deducted before they get their checks. Okay. All right. I mean, our, our NBA goes used to this because he gets NBA. Are NBA, NBA players considered independent contractors, or are they employees? I think they are employees. If I'm not, if mistaken. they're employees, yeah, that num- that money is coming out before they even okay. they before okay. they get it on Friday. Uh, if they were independent contractors, uh, the magic a little bit more, but that's that's if you're not in California. California is <laughs> California destroyed the 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 economical numbers on Uber and Lyft. And then it spilled over everywhere else. I, I don't think they get paid on a regular basis, though, guys. I think they get paid in in clumps, mm-hmm. like at one period. Like, like we, uh, I know Harden's big deal was that he got paid m- virtually all of his salary up front. Right. Yeah. So it all depends on how. Yeah, you I never, I never got, I never got the the status of that. That's that's actually an interesting topic. We should find out how that works on certain people. I heard that. Some get paid weekly. Most get paid weekly. Oh, okay. I th- I thought it was to me. I thought it was at, in in chunks. But yeah, that's something we definitely should look into. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but once again, it is the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you watching and listening. Hannah, thank you enough for stopping by. We'll be back tomorrow uh, for the. Rockets and the Lakers. Uh, we're going to try and do a pregame, plus also as well, playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. And then the best post game on the Lakers that's out there is, of course, the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate everyone in the chat. The best Lakers chat room that's out there is, of course, here at the Lakers fast break. Truly cannot thank enough Intel Wild for the super chats. Uh, I don't know if he's still here in the chat, but wanted to go ahead and thank him so much for his kindness uh, and generosity on tonight's program. But Magic Man and Joe, uh, let me go hit up Magic Man first. Any last thoughts before we head on out? Go Lakers tomorrow. Go Lakers. Joe? No. Okay. All right. Darren's asking, Sean, you're paying taxes up in Canada? Yes. Yes, he is. Yes, I'm paying much more more taxes than than everybody here. Yes. Got to pay for that health plan, my friend. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely, indeed. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. The trees and the policemen in the water. Everything it's else Joe in Mads. Canada. Joe's a little perturbed tonight. It has no, and it, I think little of it has to do with what's going on. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. All right. Well, I know the subject tonight. Predictably, and that's what I was hoping. It ruffled his feathers. Yes, and that was it what ruffled it was his feathers. People say it's clickbait, whatnot. It caused a conversation for tonight, that's for sure. So that's what you want, and that's what we give you right here. Lakers fast break. So for Joe Sorrow and Magic Man Sean Grice, please go ahead and check out magicmind.com. Use code Lakers20 for 20% off your order. 
today at magicmind.com. It is Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. So for Magic Man, Sean Grice, Joe Sorrell, truly appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow for more great action as the Lakers face off against the Rockets. Will the Lakers keep the Rockets winless on the road? We'll find out tomorrow right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. <laughs>